The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, what's going on here? Welcome to the revolution. It's about time you showed up. You wanted it. Give it to me. We delivered it. I love this show. Booyah! Yeah, baby! Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. <laughs> Really interesting to listen to. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Well, I see you dressed appropriately for the name of the show today. It's Tommy Bahama all the way. Summer Outdoors Guide. Oh. Jimbo, there gets to a certain point in time in the year when it reaches above 100 and you don't wear shoes anymore. (laughs) You kind of go feral. Yeah, and I'm pregnant. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to go on from there. All right, so this is Summer Outdoors Guide on today's show. Jimbo is pretty much naked in the studio today. It's an amazing sight. Uh, Here in just a second, who's going to be joining us? Hey, we're going to have Cat Daddy on. He's going to talk about summertime fishing with... Uh, catfish. Yeah, and he just got his overalls on with no shirt. It's kind of man boob. It's not Monday, but it <laughs> rhymes. Uh, you get that side boob look. Yeah, we're also going to have on Matt Bullens from Red Rising. Also, Jamie Wilkinson with Guy's Tales. He's such a fun guy. Uh, guide out of, what? where is he out of? Uh, he's actually out of Fort Walton Beach. Something like that. Then we're going to have Scott Newby uh, with Yamaha. Yeah, and he's out of Georgia. All right, so he as gives we things talk, away. He, does, he gives a lot of stuff away. You got to listen in for it. It's pretty cool stuff, too. All right, so let's get to Cat Daddy. No shoes. No shirt. That's Jim's problem. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our catfishing guru, the proprietor of the bean hole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off road ATVs and side by side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. You like that Hawaiian music? Yeah. Are, are there catfish in Hawaii? Well, there's hard hits in the ocean. Uh, but I just tell you, Cat Daddy, would you ever try to go catfishing in Hawaii? Is there s*** on the shingle or what? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> aye, <I>, matey. <laughs> Cat Daddy, it is hot out there right now. Um, oh, boy. What I'm is, telling you, it's, it's, it's burning hot. Yeah, what is it doing to the catfish bite? I mean, this is, like, dangerously hot right now. Well, I tell you what, you need to find a nice, nice shady spot if you can. Because them fish ain't that dumb. They're going to be right there in the shade, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, once you get below the surface, though, and I'm talking maybe a foot below the surface, it really starts to cool off fast in the water, doesn't it? Well, you're telling the truth, by golly. You're telling the truth. That thermal climate, it, it, you know, it, it, it cools off. And you can tell the difference. When, say you jumped out of the boat. You better not swim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you can feel the difference in, in the water. Yeah, yeah, different levels. And I would think that uh, they're going to hang in that 50-degree uh, water because I would say it's still a little cool out there down below. Oh, just a little, just a little. i tell you, though, man, uh, most generally at this time of year, 
the fish are already on. I mean, you know, all, all species. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like 105 today, and Jimbo said it was like 182 yesterday. It was. Um, I would think, you know, in these temperatures are going to consist for like the next seven days. That's going to raise that water temperature, though, right? Oh, yeah, man, that's going to be good for the dip bait, too, boy. That yeah. old pinky G's. Oh, yeah. Hey, the man and fish are going to smell that half block away. Yeah, now it, it's time to set up the old bean hole. Yeah, man, it's, it's boiling as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> now, how often are you having to burp the, the buckets now? Probably about every other day. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I burped a bunch of them this morning, man. <laughs> Some of them had a little, little, little lava flow to it. <laughs> it's like a newborn baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, the thing is, if you didn't burp them, could they blow up? Absolutely, Jim. Uh-oh. So you, it's, it's like a, a, a time bomb. So you've had this happen before. <laughs> oh, man, I've had them blow the lid clean off and, and slop beans, jump. Oh, man, maggots. Oof. Clean up out of the bucket two feet. Now, when you take people out, okay, and let's say you're going to go to the bean hole, which is like the most sacred place ever. Are they... are your, little altars. Are your clients expecting... It to smell that bad, the beans. Are they expecting it or oh, not man, really? Let me tell you something about clients. Mm-hmm. I've had them run clear to the other end of the boat <laughs> going, oh, my God, what is that smell? I bet. I said, that's what you're going to be eating for dinner so we catch them. <laughs> but, but once they see how well it works, though, then they're like, they're oh, sold. man, I mean, this is just amazing. Yeah, throw some more out there. Throw some more out there. Yeah. That's all I hear, man. Once you slop them hogs out there, boy, I'll tell you, hang on your pole. Yeah. And them catfish hit like a freight train. Yeah. Now, when you pull up, you know, you've already set up the hole. You know, you've been out there a couple of times kind of seeding it, if you will. Now, when oh, yeah. you when you pull up, how many uh, buckets do you throw in? Well, when I pull up there and the hole's already situated. And yeah. It's, it's uh, we're, we're ready to start fishing with clients. I, I take two five-gallon buckets. Most generally, I take two, but sometimes I'll just take one. Depends on how they're biting the day before or the day after. Yeah. And uh, I'll spoo some beans out there and wait a little bit. If we don't get bit real good, I double up on what I put out. And that really brings them in, man. Because, you know, once you train them catfish, mm-hmm. they're good boys. Just like Lassie. <laughs> you should go out there. They're good boys. They, they pay attention to what they need to do. <laughs> That's right. Now, you were saying last uh, night that the good old Kansas uh, night crawlers uh, oh, yeah. were hot. Is that still really hot right now? Oh, yeah, night crawlers are still hot. Yeah, yeah, you ain't kidding. Cause, man, we've had all kinds of rain. The lakes is full. The, 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 the river's still holding a good, good flow to it. Heck yeah. I tell you something else is good right now. What's that? It's cut up chunk of beef liver. Oh, really? Really? Chicken liver. Oh, yeah. Beef and chicken liver. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to have to come raid Jimbo's freezer. I know oh, he's got it. some beef liver in there. I do. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But I'm going to bite on it. Yeah, he's going to eat on it. Now, this is might sound silly because, you know, right now there are a whole bunch of, I'm talking, little teeny frogs. I mean, a bunch. Have you seen them, Jimbo? Yeah. They're everywhere. There's also I like, saw a big one that scared the heck out of me. Yeah. I mean, he wore a top hat. <laughs> yeah, and, and he had a saddle on. Yeah. But and there's a whole bunch of like little snakes that are like six to nine inches long. Would those be good bait? Oh, man. Put them on the hook. Really? 
Put them on the hook. Yeah, the, those little frogs, them little snakes. Oh man. Yeah. Then fish, then fish and quiver just to get a hold of a couple of them. <laughs> well, I'm gonna send Jimbo out with a cooler, and That's he's it. gonna get all of those for you. Gather them up, and then he's gonna deliver them like Indiana Jones. Yeah, That's I'll what he's be, gonna do. I'll be, I'll get be some like kids together and put some nylon hose on them and <laughs> let them run through the fields after give me some good old tobacco chewing grasshoppers. <laughs> yeah. Say, kids, it's Pride Month. Go yeah. do it. I'd be like Coco Pelly. <laughs> That's right. It's little. <laughs> walking through town. All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, if we want to put on uh, those uh, stockings ourselves, <laughs> then you can uh, watch us run around and get you some grasshoppers. Our legs fit your legs. Yeah. Where <laughs> can we find you online, buddy? I don't know who you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> you can find old Cat Daddy online without hose. <laughs> It would be <laughs> it would be www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to show off your latest uh, hosiery, yep, uh, send it to Cat Daddy at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we've got Matt Bullens. He's with Red Rising. Red Rising, that's Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All new season. Season 8 kicking off June 27th. Sportsman Channel as well. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless it. We love you, brother. Mmm, chocolate-covered grasshopper. <laughs> We are The Revolution with Jim and Trav, your source for all things outdoors. Plus, we're Michael Waddell's best friends. Yep, it's totally legit and Facebook official. Check out JimandTrav.com while we get to a break, and we'll be back in a moment. The Backyard Done Right starts with Backyard Ready, a showcase of new products, expert tips, and inspiring ideas. Do it right at GameAndFishMag.com slash Backyard. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's on. It's happening. Now, let's rejoin the boys and Matt Bullins, co-host of Red Rising on Sportsman Channel, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey, we are back. We are talking summer outdoors guides in this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Cat Daddy on. He'll guide you anywhere. Just bring your boat. As long as there's catfish and stink bait, Cat Daddy will be there. Uh, just now being joined by Matt Bullens. He is the co-host, Red Rising, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All new season. Season 8 is kicking off, though. June 27th, again, Sportsman Channel. Mr. Matt, how's it going, buddy? Hey, I'm great. How you guys doing today? Good. Now, you can tell by your accent. Said, you're from South Carolina, aren't you? I'm in North Carolina. Well, <laughs> devil ants. <laughs> that was beautiful. We can tell you're from North Carolina. <laughs> Most people can. Most people can. <laughs> now, that's uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains, correct? It is correct. I live directly in, we all do, and directly in the Blue Ridge Mountains. That's beautiful area, man. And very rugged. It is. It's, uh, you know, you get elevations in the 3,000 where we are here on the Blue Ridge Parkway and, uh, Beautiful spot. Beautiful spot to visit. Yeah. Now, one thing I've always kind of wondered is, you know, you have Red Rising and you you co-host it uh, with all your buddies there. 
but you have a full time job. Okay, how do you actually make that work? What are are you an investment banker? Are you a mortgage broker? What exactly do you do? Mortgage banker. I work for a company called Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Been doing that now almost five years, and we're not a broker. We uh, fund our own loans, but. Yeah, been doing that now full time for five years, and prior to that, worked in uh, for the state probation and parole as Chris and Eric do for fifteen years. So, wow, been in law enforcement most of my career, then stepped over to a completely different avenue. Yeah, yeah, you go from possibly getting shanked uh, <laughs> to helping people find a place to live. How do Correct. you? How do you? How do you juggle all that? Yeah, how do you juggle that? I mean, you know, watching Red Rising, such a fun, cool show. You guys do a lot of stuff. How do you get time away to do that? Basically, you uh, you just learn to manage it. I mean, time-oriented for sure. You go ahead and plan that the wife or kids want to go on a vacation, but you're trying to plan your vacation around October, November, and December. And, you know, there's such a wide range of how we do it. I mean, you know, Eric and Jason will kind of take off two or three weeks at a time in late October, November. I kind of spread and divvy mine out, Chris and I own. That's why it's so imperative for us that we make sure we know where our hunts are going to be, how we're going to line them up, and where we're going to be headed that fall, you know, if we can face everything on tag draws and that sort of thing. But you basically plan it out, and you've got a week or two to, you know, get it done just like every other 40-hour week, weekend warrior. Yeah, now, how have you fared out on the uh, tag application? Have you gotten any so far? We just found out about the Kansas draw. Um, I did not draw. Jason did. Jason was the, I believe, the only one of the four of us that did draw. So with Kansas's new system, it's kind of thrown a wrench in the plan, so to speak. But a couple of us have Iowa tags this year. I typically go to Texas and Maryland. So what I try to do more so than the other guys is I try to put my eggs in the basket of states that I know I can get an over-the-counter tag in that I don't have to worry about the draw process. So 365 days from the time I hunt, I can go ahead and plan unless, you know, state regulations change that I can get a tag in that state. You know, I, I guess a big question, is it even possible anymore to, let's say, hunt for a living, you know, like a TV show or whatever? Or, you know, with inflation and the price of everything, do you have to have um, uh, a full-time job somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, because the back of the days when Michael Michael Waddell and Jim Shockey, you know, sponsorships aren't that high anymore. Things are costing too much. You really have to have a full-time job to support your hobby, right? Or your habit. Yeah. Sure. We, we've we always had a full-time job. It's never been our livelihood. Now, those guys, there's probably close to 75 or 100, I believe, if I counted, that still make a living full-time doing it. But outside of that, you're talking about a very low percentage that still make a full-time living doing that. We've always, sponsors come, sponsors go, things happen, you know, things move. We've been doing this for a long time, so we figured out a long time ago that we didn't want that to be our livelihood. So, yeah, we've always worked full-time jobs and kind of done this as, I guess you'd say, an extra full-time job or hobby on the side. So, you know, it's, it's kind of worked out. I mean, I really feel like that's the biggest reason for our viewership numbers is because we're so relatable mm-hmm. to the average, everyday, grassroots American that's working a 40-hour week because 
That's what we do. We do the same. That's a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah. And I don't like to think that much, Matt. <laughs> it really hurts. <laughs> it does. Well, it, and, and I never want to shatter dreams or, you know, tell people that you can't do it. I, it's truly something that if you're really passionate about it, you can try to get into it. We got into it at a better time. Yeah. Back before all the social media influencers and, you know, things were spread, so to speak, across the board. And when people ask me now, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting a TV show. I'm like, you know, there, there's more to it. It's 90% work, 10% hunting. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is you actually spend less time hunting than you did before, you know? I, I mean, there's so much business-related stuff. There's so much – there's just a lot of crap that goes into it, you know, because people sure. sit down and they watch that episode of Red Rising or whatever show it may be on Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel, um, and, and they see a beautifully edited 24 minutes with ad breaks, you know? Um it took a lot of time to capture that footage, a lot of heartache, a lot of money spent, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that you just don't see, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the backside of the story that people don't really get the full the full viewership of, the full spectrum of it. And it you know, there, there's a lot to it. A lot more goes into it than just actually picking up a camera and going out, you know, trying to film a hunt. It's, uh, it's a world of a difference when you're talking about post-edit social media management, contract negotiations, fulfillment, obligations. There there's a lot goes into it and you know that that's why it was it was becoming two full time jobs on top of our other when we were doing all of it before. So we yeah, we had to start kind of subbing a lot of it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you've got uh, you've got your new season uh just kicking off. Uh what can we expect to see in this new season? This season's kind of a doozy, a little bit unusual for us. The two guys that typically kill the most deer and the biggest deer struggled a little bit this year. The two of us that typically kill less deer and maybe not quite the size kind of pick things up. Uh, we're going to have an actual waterfowl episode this year. That's a first for Red Rising. We've never done that before. Eric wow. kind of stepped back into that. And we've got a couple of really good eastern shore hunts up in Maryland, two episodes, and some Texas stuff. But you're going to see things from the eastern shore of Maryland, all the way to the Midwest. Oh, yeah. holy cow. Are you are you throwing in any hog hunts? We've got some hog hunts in Texas. Yes, we do, coming up. That um, can't go to Texas and not try to shoot hogs. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. All right, we've been talking with Matt Bullens. He is the co-host, Red Rising, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All new Season 8 is kicking off, though, June 27th. Make sure you set That's your calendars. Monday. Yeah, now to learn more about you guys, Red Rising, your partners everywhere, uh, you guys are going to be, where can we find you online, uh, Matt? RedRisingTV.com, or you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at RedRisingTV. We're on all three. All right, coming up next, we got Jamie Wilkinson. Yes, we do. Yeah, he's the co-host of Guides Tales, uh, World Fishing Network, Wednesday, 7 and 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Matt, man, God bless you. Love you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it. You guys are the best. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. For over 15 years, proud to provide you with excellence in outdoor broadcasting that would earn us a good caning in Bangkok. Ow! Don't move. The Revolution will continue next. Tommy Gomes. 
a.k.a. the Fishmonger, is back with a new season. Every piece of fish that comes off of your boat, you have a story. He's working to put fresh, sustainable seafood on America's tables. The public are now more aware of where their seafood comes from. They are the stewards of the sea. Farm the seas with a fishing legend. What's the catch? What's the cost? The Fishmonger. All new Mondays at 8.30 on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. We're back. The revolution with Jim and Trav is on with our summer outdoors guide. Now let's launch into another two-parter with Jamie Wilkinson, co-host of Guides Tales on World Fishing Network, Wednesdays 7 and 11 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Summer Outdoors Guide on this week's show. And, of course, uh, our next guest, Ben, he is where I always like to go, and that's down in that Destin, Fort Walton Beach, uh, and, of course, over in St. George's Island is a favorite of mine as well. Hey, welcome to the trail. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good morning. Good. I think you forgot his name, Jamie Wilkinson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not the that's not the important part. Where I am is the important. Part. <laughs> that's it. Who are we talking to? Is Jamie Wilkinson? He's the co-host of Guys Tales uh, World Fishing Network Wednesdays seven and eleven p.m. Eastern time. Ahoy, matey, Mister uh, Cap- Captain Jamie. How often yes. when you when you take people out? How many people sing like the Gilligan's Island theme song? Do they do that still? Well, only the only the people from Tennessee for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. The, the starters I take out from Tennessee. See, I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, how long have you been down there in that area as a guide? It was such a beautiful area. Uh, I mean, the Emerald Coast, as they say. Um, how long have you been down there? It is beautiful. We've been here. Uh, we moved here 13 years ago from the central part of Florida. So I went from fishing the Mosquito Lagoon, Titusville area up here to the Panhandle. And uh, this part of Florida is amazing. The amount of resources that are here the amount of water both inshore and in the gulf it's it's a fantastic fishery and um you know, every day can bring something different. Well, you know, the interesting part about uh, where you're at, you know, you call it the Emerald Coast and so forth, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people call it the Forgotten Coast. You know, and as far as I'm concerned, people can forget where it's at because I think it's so beautiful. We don't want a bazillion people there, do we? Uh, Unfortunately, it's not forgotten now since since the pandemic was over, this place has boomed. Really? um, It is. It's pretty amazing. All the, you know, we never saw license plates from, Hawaii or Oregon um, and other parts, you know, New York. And now this place is no longer a secret. And uh, so hopefully we're doing everything we can to, you know, maintain good water quality and, and focus on our fisheries, which so far we're, we're, we are doing. Um, so hopefully we'll manage to grow a little bit in other parts of Florida have. Now, with everything you do in, in Guy's Tales and as being a captain, the continental shelf that runs along the coast around the Gulf of Mexico, I think it's like the closest near Panama City Beach. Does that play a huge role in being a captain, a guide out there for you for the opportunities <laughs> um, it, it, it allows or not? It, uh, it, it does for some people. We We mostly focus on. Flats fishing, and then what we call, you know, near shore gulf fishing. Oh, yeah. Nine miles and in. And, um, you know, it's amazing. At least you're right. It, the water does get deeper, closer up here. Um, I think the actual closest part is Destin. Hmm. But, you know, within nine miles, we're catching 
snapper, grouper, sailfish, Ooh. mahi, you know, pretty much everything you can do after nine miles. The only difference is we're, we kind of stop at a hundred feet of water. Um, right now we have fantastic tarpon fishing along the beaches, mm-hmm. uh, which this area is not really well known for tarpon, but it's not a big deal to go out there and see, you know, a hundred fish a day, maybe jump off two or three. Um, wow. So our numbers are good. It's just a lot of things. People come here because of those white sand beaches and, and the fishing is just starting to get discovered. And that's part of the reason why we're excited about guides tales is to showcase areas like this areas, um, in South Texas that haven't been overfished yet and, um, the guides and the people who kind of make those places home. Yeah. I was fishing with a guide out of Destin, Florida, and we went about, I think about nine miles offshore. So there was a drop off and, uh, it, Surprised the heck out of us. We were catching bluefish out there. I thought that was like a northeastern fish. <laughs> That's right. And and decent sized ones, too. Yeah, they? yeah. With, with you guys being set up like that, I mean, that is really cool. Does it make it more approachable, accessible for families and, and groups to go out fishing? And affordable. Yeah, and I, mean, I would think it'd be yeah. a lot more affordable, right? It does, because you can accomplish, you know, on a four-hour trip here in the Gulf of Mexico, you you can have what would take in other areas of Florida ten hours. Oh, wow! Um, they're quick trips. You can they're really good for for kids. We we really like taking first time anglers out. Um, four hours isn't too long, especially when it's hot. You know, you go early, come back early, and they can enjoy the beach and other activities the rest of the day. So it is a, it is a good place for that. Now we do attract a lot a lot of family fishing here, mm-hmm. um, but again, the serious anglers are starting to find species like our tarpon that are pretty plentiful. And, and so we're starting to attract more people looking for a serious day on the water. Yeah. Now, when you're out there, now, when we uh, when we uh, fished and caught the bluefish, as I said, we were uh, on a drop-off. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, are there uh, rigs and so forth sunk out there to be able to hold those fish in? Uh, we, we don't have rigs, but we have a lot of artificial bottom, whether it's old bridge spans, um, fighter jets, cars you know, tugboats. So there is plenty of artificial um, bottom to fish, but we also have a huge uh, live bottom, a reef system that holds tons of snapper and grouper. I mean, you can actually take a kayak off the beach two miles out and catch a limited red snapper. Oh, I'm going to tell you. The so, original Top Gun. Uh, that sounds like a <laughs> yeah. lot of work, though. <laughs> yeah. <God>. No, yes. <laughs> I'm not doing it, but someone can. <laughs> yeah. Just say there's someone out there foolish enough to do it, and they can have a great time. <laughs> we rent <laughs> right. kayaks. Yeah. <laughs> you really want it bad. <laughs> All right, so Mr. J- or Captain, I should say, Captain Jamie right. Wilkinson, the co-host Guide Tales, uh, World Fishing Network. Make sure you watch it Wednesdays, 7 and 11 at p.m. Eastern Time. Can you stick around? for a second part, Mr. Jamie? Yes, guys, I, w- I would love to. You bet. Hey, that was Jamie Wilkinson. Of course, he's the co-host of Guides Tales on World Fishing Network, Wednesdays at 7 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Yeah, and this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Real quick, Captain Jamie, before we get to a break, to learn more about you, everything you have going on, Guides Tales, all that great stuff, man. Your partners, where can we find you online? You can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, at Guides Tales TV. You bet. Hey, more Jamie Wilkinson right after this. 
The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Gotta get on the internet. Log on to JimandTrav.com to check out all the awesomeness. Interact directly with the boys. And don't forget to give us feedback so we can customize and make the show even better. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue after these short messages. I'm Steven Ranella. We bought a boat on the internet, sight unseen. We're putting it in situations it was definitely not designed to handle. Let's go try to sink this thing. With 10 of the most interesting anglers we know, they'll each get one day to make whatever modifications they want. I want to drop a grill in as far away from the uh, gas tank as possible. One boat, 2,500 miles, unlimited bad ideas. Das Boat, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav with our Summer Outdoors Guide. Now back to Jamie Wilkinson, co-host of Guides Tales on World Fishing Network, Wednesdays at 7 and 11 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Summer Outdoors Guide on this week's show. And, of course, we had Jamie Wilkinson on. Uh, he has a program called Guides Tales on the World Fishing Network. Uh, Wednesdays at 7 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Now, down there, is there ever really a bad time to go fishing? Is there, I'm sure, more prime times, but, like, when is the ideal time to go down there and go fishing, uh, Captain Jamie? Okay, the secret, I tell everybody, if you're going to pick one time to come here, <clears throat> now, there's a caveat to it because, it's right in the middle of hurricane season, but October <laughs> yeah, is the best. The, the There's no crowds. The weather starts cooling off a little bit. The water is still really warm. The fish are here. And, you know, the one great thing about fishing here is SEC football, because once they start playing, mm. the water's empty. We pray for an <laughs> Alabama-Auburn game, because you have the whole Gulf of Mexico to yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, heck of a deal. Of course, you can catch all the species that you talked about uh, during that time. Oh, yeah. That's actually the best time, especially because the bait starts pushing in closer to the beach, and the pelagic species, the sailfish, the mahi, the wahoo, kingfish, they start following that bait. In, so those fish actually push in for you. So, you know, two, three, four miles out, you can be into some um, offshore species pretty easy. Yeah. Are there restaurants down there that will actually cook your catch for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are a ton of restaurants, and we do that a lot for clients. Uh, hooking cooks are big down here. They're fun, and it's a great way. You know, a lot of people come down here, and they don't even want to keep fish because they're staying in a condo or a hotel, and they're going out to dinner. But we encourage them to keep a couple and, you know, make that a special night and go out to one of the restaurants and do hooks and cooks and, and, you know, have fun. Now, you had mentioned, like, kingfish and mahi-mahi and wahoo sailfish, whatever. They grow exceptionally large down there, don't they? I mean, that, there's fairly decent size, correct? Oh, yeah. We have, I mean, we get good-sized fish down here, especially in the fall when those fish are, are gorging on, on the bait run. Um, you know, we can catch giant kingfish, big wahoo sailfish, etc. Our mahi, we're not going to get mahi as big as some of the pictures you see down in the Keys. Mm, yeah. We have a subspecies, but, you know, they're still they're plentiful and they're fun, especially on light tackle or fly rod. Now, with guide tails, before this, you know, you're kind of like behind the camera. And so is this your debut as a co-host <laughs> with guide tails? Well, you know, I actually started all this um, back when ESPN Outdoors was around, which was 
light years ago, I started working with Jose Wahebe. Oh yeah. And other people. I was there for 11 years developing shows and, and working at ESPN. And, um, this is actually the second show. We actually, the other show I was on, which was on World Fishing Network and Sportsman, uh, it was called Emerald Tales. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I think we, I think we like that Tails name for some reason. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting to be, behind, you know, to be a show developer behind the scenes and then kind of make that, that transition. But, um, it's fun, you know, and we just want to promote fishing and get more people out there. And that's the goal of the show. You know, keep the excitement, keep kids interested, um, and protect our, our waters and our resources. Now, um, when we watch Guides Tales, what we're seeing, is that what we can expect when we go out with you guys? I mean, <laughs> it, is that what, or is that not really how it happens? It's the camera Oh, cut. yeah, every every day is as good as it is on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I get that question a lot, and that is always that that's a, that's always a tough one to answer. Now, the, the the answer I give is we make our best effort to make every day look like the episode you just watched. Yeah, you know, yeah. so hopefully, hopefully we can catch them, and we usually do. But uh, that is the one thing people look at your show, and when they book a trip, they expect you know they want to catch that same mahi you caught. Yeah. Same place, same fly rod, but we try. Yeah, when you when you take thirty hours of footage and edit it down to <laughs> right. twenty two minutes, I mean that's a that's a lot of action, yeah. Captain Jamie. <laughs> yeah, thirty hours of footage into one five minute segment. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now the thing but, is, uh, <laughs> say I, say I'm going down and I want to book a trip with you. Do you supply the rods, reels, bait, and all that business, and I just have to yeah, come to we, the boat? We supply license. We you know our boat has a license, so you don't need a license. You don't need to bring anything except. Some food you want to eat. We have water and some snacks, but if you want any specialty drinks or food, that's all you need to bring. Nice. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Jimbo, you're not invited. Though. I, I don't think Jake can <laughs> I get that Jamie, a lot. Jamie's not going to take you out. You wear too much Tommy Bahama for him. You're actually wearing Oh, a- yeah, that's, that's, that's it. No way. <laughs> He's wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt right now. I am. <laughs> all right. So now, well, you- I have to since we've got Jamie on. I know it. Now, yeah. Ca- Captain Jamie, are you guys pretty booked up right now? Like how, if, if people wanted to book a trip with you guys, guys how far out would it be um yeah the summertime you know snapper season opens up yeah uh, this week oh wow so really? it is like a bonanza down here for about the next three weeks so the best time again fall would be probably when we're open mm. to, to get trips right now we are pretty slammed and the phone rings off the hook um but we only have so much time in the day yeah now on your on your tackle uh you know i've caught a lot of different species but they all seems like saltwater fish always put up a great fight, especially those amberjacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are the ones you put if the if you don't really like the people on your boat, you go you target amberjack first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a little trick of the trade there. Yeah, you wear them out. They stop talking so much. <laughs> all right, so Jamie Wilkinson, he is Captain Jamie. He is the co-host Guide's Tales right. on a World Fishing Network Wednesdays, seven and eleven p.m. Eastern time. Now, Mister Jamie, again to learn more about you, Guide's Tales, everything you have going on, man. Where can we find you online? Guides Tales TV on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're looking to book a trip, go to PanamaCityInshore.com. Yeah. And his uh, first mate, Captain Barbosa. Ooh. Mike has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. You know how many times he's probably heard that? Visit them oh, yeah. online. That's, is- that's an Alabama thing. <laughs> Spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? But you have heard of them. Anyhow, coming up next, we've got Scott Newby. He's the ATV and side-by-side senior communications specialist at Yamaha. That's right. Captain Jamie, we salute you, man. God bless you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure.
While you're busy trolling the internet, looking at stupid cat videos, and searching WebMD for embarrassing medical symptoms, might as well add us to the list of distractions. JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The revolution will return in seconds. The most dangerous predators require the most advanced techniques. This is basically where the food chain starts and where the food chain also will end. We're going to be hunting with thermals. We're going to be doing spot and stalk, hunting over feeders. We've got one laying right there. Join host Jeff Thomason as he chases the deadliest predators from around the world. I'm telling you, man, that's a rush. Predator Pursuit. Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and our Summer Outdoors Guide. Now, please welcome Mr. Scott Newby, ATV and Side-by-Side Senior Communications Specialist for Yamaha Motor Corporation. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and Side-by-Side Vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking Summer Outdoors Guide in this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had J.B. Wilkinson's. He's the co-host of Guide Tales on World Fishing Network. But our next guest, man, he he loves giveaways. He loves horsepower. He loves rubber. That is Scott Newby. He is the ATV and Side-by-Side Senior Communications Specialist for Yamaha Motor Corporation. Mr. Scott, we salute you. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing wonderful, gentlemen. You forgot to mention the fact that I also love you guys. And so it's great to be here on the show. So I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Well, we thought that was just implied. Yeah. Uh, right. This is so neat. One thing, you know, before the break, uh, we're actually having a really nice time while the uh, ads were playing. Uh, but anyways, the Yamaha GNCC University is kicking off. What is it, June 22nd through the 24th? And where is that taking place? That is what it starts off the 22nd through the 24th up in Snowshoe, West Virginia. A very beautiful resort up there. And it's followed by an amazing Grand National Cross Country Race right after. Now, you guys have, like, veterans uh, for motorsports racing and also current champions. They're going to be there. And, and this is a class that's, like, kind of tutoring, schooling, helping uh, up-and-coming riders that want to get in, uh, into this lifestyle, basically, of racing. That, that's what this university is about, right? Exactly. It's the, the champions that we have, both past and present, as well as just current professional racers that – they take anyone that's interested in the sport, how to get into it, how to maintain your bike, the proper nutrition, even just how to ride it. Literally the full nine yards, they bring them out and they show them how to do this on the race course and kind of like little tracks and courses that we set up to really kind of put them through the ropes, see what they do and help them improve. And the great thing is all of our racers, all these guys, they're doing out of the kindness of their hearts. Like we don't pay them to do this at all, which is you know kind of terrible to say, but they just want the sport to grow. They want it to last forever. And so do we. And so we just support this. And it's one huge event. It's very cool. And the best part is they take all that experience and learning and they put that in the weekend's race. And I swear, I don't have percentages on it, so I'm going to make them up. But 99% of the time, people do better on their results that weekend than they do previously. Really? Well, you know, I know that, that, uh, 
maintaining the uh, the ATVs and and side by sides that we have, it is so easy. I mean, you just go buy the uh, buy the booklet that comes in the glove box on my vehicle, and you can do all of that stuff. But it's nice to be able to have somebody show you like the super proper way of actually maintaining your vehicle. Well, especially little tips and tricks and everything, too. And, of course, you know, selfishly speaking, we can show off a lot of our Yamaloo products, and that way when they're maintaining this stuff, they're using the right things and the oils and chemicals that go into it as well. But, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of those things that you don't think about it many times when you go out for a ride or even if you go out for a race, that, hey, yeah, i got to make sure that this thing's going to be performing at its ultimate, at its best. And what better way to learn that from our professional guys out there? Well, you know, and you had mentioned kind of like also taking care of yourself. You watch someone like... Like Walker Fowler, man, when he's racing, the hell his body goes through for what he does to be in peak physical shape like he is to win all the crap that he does. I mean, that really takes its toll on your body. It is. They make it look so easy, but it is tough, dude. Yeah, those guys are absolutely amazing, both what they can do capability wise. But like you said, just letting it all out, hang out every single weekend, you know, week after week. And literally they will cross the finish line and they are physically exhausted. You know, sometimes it's like they just need to sit down, chill out for a while and, and just really gain their recomposure again because they're just putting the, physically exerting themselves so much. But then, you know, a few minutes later, they put on the happy face again because they're excited to get on the podium and, uh, and they show <laughs> the fans a good time. So needless to say, you know, it's just kind of like that, that delicate balance where you're giving it all out there, but then when you see what the crowd's giving back to you, it just kind of keeps you going and keeps the drive alive. Yeah, now the Yamaha Grand National Cross Country University, obviously we've been talking about June 22nd through the 24th. It's too late for people to get enrolled for this year. But next year, this is going to open up and you guys gave out scholarships and stuff for people to go so they could go and attend for free, which is just amazing. This opportunity is going to be available for people to look forward to next year, right? That is correct. Yes, yeah, so our Blue Crew uh, Racer Support Program, we ended up basically paying the tuition fee that kids have and that uh, that adults have to come in and be able to do the Yamaha GNCC University. And yeah. because of that, as you can imagine, things definitely sold out very quickly. We have 40 <laughs> entries per ATV and per motorcycle class or the, the respective classes there. But, uh, but we will have it next year. This is something we expect to do for many years to come. So stay tuned in the details. Check out our website. Sign up for our emails and even sign up for a Blue Crew account. We'll be able to keep you posted when it does happen because we would love to have everyone out there and be able experience this wonderful event yeah now how old do you have to be in order to attend and uh, you know be with the program is jimbo too young am i too young i think we might be able to uh, you know make a little amendment to the rules and bring in jim i mean i i don't know i'll see what we can do i'll talk to my uh my executive management on it but uh but no, i mean it it, the, the ages do vary, so once we get the details and everything out next year, just, I mean, I'd hate to say one age limit and then things change next year, but we, we pretty much have all classes and, uh, and age ranges out there just to be able to make sure that not only are you learning the proper techniques, but you're also being safe while you're out there, too. Yeah, now let's talk about Yamaha Day 2022, hashtag Yamaha Day 2022, which that's July 1st, right? This is correct. Yeah, Yamaha Day. It's a, it's a time where we just celebrate the, the varied ways that Yamaha is out there. Anything from, uh, our pure sport ATVs and side by sides all the way out to the, the pool pumps we make and the electronics. I mean, everything across the board. It's amazing what all that Yamaha does, but just one way that we kind of celebrate our birthday and, uh, and just cherish all the mom- moments and memories that we make on our product. Yeah. Now you want people to submit videos of them and their Yamaha products, correct? And how do we do that? 
Yeah, you can do it all through our social channels. You can tag us at Yamaha Outdoors, even at Yamaha Motor USA. Show yourselves having a good time on the vehicles. Obviously, if you're you're out there and enjoying them, make sure you have all your proper safety gear on. But we just love to share. We love to share those memories and share those smiles that you have with your families. And and the cool thing is, like, we want people to know that we're doing that same exact thing out there as well. Like, we're not just doing this for you know the, the better of ourselves. Like, we love to be able to see those people doing the same exact thing. So, what a better way to show it off to the world. Yeah, now, I know there's this guy at Yamaha, and I can't really think of his name. Uh, occasionally, he sits by a fake fire and wears a sweater vest. Um, <laughs> he's a really funny guy. I like it when he puts videos out. <laughs> do you do you know if that guy's going to do that of recent? Uh, you know, that guy is kind of funny looking. I don't know about funny as it is but yeah i mean he's he's trying to get back that back out there we had a yamaha live series going that was a lot of fun and uh you know it's just great to kind of interview all the people and talk about our products and i hope to get more out there soon i've uh i've actually been pretty busy you know got back from colorado got a lot more trips in store but that's all for the good thing because i just get to show off all the good product and and the best part is just meeting a lot of people out there that's that's one of the things i love about the job i get to do is you get to meet such great people like you find gentlemen and talk about our products and uh, and how much time we enjoy just getting out there and and using them as tools in the field yeah now you know you you travel all over the place and you put on functions and you um you know put on events where people can go and try your products whether it's an atv a side-by-side some places if uh you know it's boat related stuff but you guys have uh the yamaha outdoor access initiative and i think this just marked the, the 14th anniversary um and w- you've given away what like five million in conservation grant funding to date is that right yeah, that's right. And we, uh, we keep on continuing to, to give more grants out there. And, and, and I think it's over 450 projects, maybe across the nation. Wow. Almost one in every state. We're still looking, but, uh, really it's just making sure that we're keeping trails open. We're keeping people on the trails and, and obviously keeping access to our nation's trail open to everyone. That's for generations to come. And it's, it's something that, uh, we've done for, like you said, 14 years now, going on 15. And a lot of people, it's not something we brag about that we talk about a lot, but it is a huge program. Basically, any ATV side by side, select motorcycles and snowmobiles. Um, there's a little bit that uh, that we take from each and put that in a kitty, and we all come together as a group to be able to talk about projects that are submitted to us through our Yamaha OAI website. And again, we just want to make sure that those funds are being used properly and, and keeping trails open and. Even just now, with a huge influx of people coming into our industry, with all the more riders getting out there and using the trails, we want to make sure that not only those trails are staying open, but are also staying accessible and they're staying maintained. So it's a great program overall. I highly recommend everyone to check it out. And if you have a um, a trail that's open near you that uh, that needs any sort of maintenance, anything like that, as long as it's a nonprofit, please submit a grant request because we'd love to get more and more applications in there and just being able to make sure that we can keep all those trails open. All right, so man, anything we talked about, the the GNCC University, Yamaha Day, Yamaha Outdoor Access Initiative, one thing I do want to mention, application date online is no later than June 30th, but this is a great time to be planning, putting your heads together to submit for uh, grant funding for 2023. If we want to learn more about you guys, everything Yamaha related, Mr. Scott, Yamalube as well, where can we find you guys online? Best spot to go is Yamaha. Yamaha Motorsports.com. Yeah, and actually my Armax 
is equipped with oxygen. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's mainly for Jimbo. You know, <laughs> he likes to light up those smogies. Uh, smogie stokies. Smogie stokies. <laughs> All right, so this has been Brian. Same difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Got to get to a break. Mr. Scott, God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you, gentlemen. You'd be great. Always have a good one. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Like two elephants in a china shop. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will return right after these important messages. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found out that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to Balance7.com. That's Balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to Balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We did talk about Summer Outdoors Guide on this week's show. And, of course, Cat Daddy, Matt Bowens, uh, Jamie Wilkinson, and Scott Newby. Yeah, make sure you get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. But what do they need to have, Jimbo? Sunblocker. Sunblock. Water. And uh, lots of water. Try to stay in the shade. Stay hydrated. While we wait, we hydrate. Yeah, and hammer home firearm safety, right? That's it. All right, go to our website, jimandtrav.com. We will return next week, though, with another fabulous show. We're going to have Jim Scouting on. Also, another Jim. Yeah, Jim Kinsey's going to be on. And then uh, I can't think of anybody else. (laughs) You guys have to guess. Yeah, just guess. Anyways, we'll be back next week. God bless you in the United States of America. Peace out.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 